Welcome back to Why You Won Spurs with me, Ian Wallace, Simeon and Peter Wright, and a Spursy podcast host, Richard Sabah. Great to be with you guys, and thanks, uh, Sabah, for returning back. Hope you enjoyed yesterday. Yeah, mate, great, great. Ready to go again. Cool, right, let's go then. Right, it's been important one, this is. Um, having spoken yesterday about the last nine Premier League games, of course, played in front of no supporters, we'll be posing each other questions of just how positive five wins, three draws, and one defeat during that period makes us feel ahead of Jose's first full season due to begin in September and whether or not that decent form can continue into the new campaign. Sabra, I'll come to you first. It's pretty clear that reinforcements are needed and you've said it a lot in your podcast and in your Twitter content, but which areas mm. of the Spurs team for you is strong enough already to start next season? Um, Harry Kane up front. Easy. Some. <laughs> um, um, and I'd say we could get away with a centre arse we've got. Okay. Wow, that, that little. <laughs> lots needed. Lots needed, I think. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. Um, and Peter, can I come to you? Where, where do you think... Uh, Jose sort of outlined that he wants five players. Where, where do you think those five... Do you think he's already got those five players in his sights? And where do you think they are, position-wise? Yeah, it's got to be looking at the fullbacks, hasn't it? Like, yeah. Uh, um... I think he needs a no-nonsense sort of centre mid, governor, enforcer. I mean, the, the days of Europe, Vieira, Roy Keane, type guy. I suppose that position has sort of adapted itself because those guys were like box more box to box. We 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 just want somebody to shield the defence really. So I think we've got to be looking at one of those. Um, I I'm not so sure about the centre back position. That okay. we're that we're really that well covered there. Yeah. Um, I think Dyer's got these lapses of concentration. Like even for the um, Palace goal, he just stood like a statue when the guy, I mean, Scott Dan headed that. And the second ball was the goal. You know. Yeah. Um, is, once again positionally is just doesn't do it for me. So I think yeah. the greatest centre back. Okay. And maybe some kind of a backup for Kane or yeah. second striker or you know. Yeah. We don't need another type Bergwijn type, yeah. Mora type. Yeah. What they're looking for in that type of player is a kind of you know, he, those guys are he wants another you know, uh, Eden Hazard and none yeah. of those guys are we, we we need an Andy Booth, that's what you're saying. We, <laughs> we need a meat and potatoes <laughs> guy in midfield and we need a um, the fullbacks, especially, they'd be, it'd be in the, it'd be in his shopping trolley. Okay, um, <laughs> so who do, who do you think? Do you think he knows who his five people are? He's sort of quoted. Do you think he knows already? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not totally sure if we're, you know, what, what is the transfer policy or not not policy, but like the transfer structure right now? Do we have like a, a director of football in place? Are, are you aware of that at all, Sava or or anyone around this table? I, I'm not, Sava. You. No, I mean, it's one of the things that's been widely talked about for a long time that Jose wants a director of football. And I truly believe this club, if any club needs one, it's us. But the the problem is, guys, you know, it's that it's whoever comes in has to then work with, with, with Lee, don't they? So how effective will they be? Yeah, because we can all kind of pinpoint players from other Premier League teams that might get into our team. You know, there's... You've, there's been talk about Aaron's at right back from Norwich. Um, you know how that would go if we brought him in. It would, it, we'd have to kind of wait and see how that would go. But um, 
you know, Hoiberg, Hoibier, however you pronounce it, from Southampton has been mm. uttered a lot. 35 million is what they want for him. Mm. I, I personally think that he would be a very good option in midfield. I think we need, we clearly need someone more combative. I, I think he's high energy. I've been impressed with him. He's he's not he's not quite been a, a starter in their in their team in you know towards the second half of the season. I think while his contract situation's been a bit up in the air, mm. I think he'd be a good option. But at 35 million, you're probably looking at the same sort of haggle job yeah. uh, that we're all used to. Apparently, we're coming up well short of the evaluation. So they should, I think, but sometimes you do have to just pay it. Same old, same old. Um, do you, do you, Sava, do you think that next season, um, do you think a lot of youngsters are going to come through under Jose? Um, I, I, don't, I don't think a lot. Um, and who do you think are the ones who will come through? Sorry to interrupt there. Yeah, no worries. I think definitely, um, well, obviously, look, we know Tanganga will. He's already been playing. I think we're going to see Dennis Cherkin. Yeah. Um, in the left back position, I've seen him play live a few times this year actually, uh, before lockdown, and he he was the standout from that 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 youth team, um, and he also appears to like um, Harvey White. Yeah. Um, I, I I think the difficulty is is Jose is an app. Sorry, Jose, as I kept getting told off by someone yesterday on my podcast. Um, it's um you know Jose is a huge fan of winning, you know, um, and. You know, for him, he'll go in and do whatever he needs to do to win. So in some of the, the, the so-called lesser cups, don't be surprised to see strong teams put out with maybe the odd kid. Yeah. I like that, though. I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. So um, the youngsters won't get a chance in the Europa League, then, will they? I think the Europa League is probably the best, the best place to give them a chance, isn't it? Because, you know, you've got, it's not straight knockout. You've got, what, six group games. And let's be honest, the, the oppositions, we will be better than... Probably, you know, will probably be better than most of the oppositions. And I think that's a good place to blood them. And I, I personally hope, really do, not just because of um, a gaping gap in the team, but I really do hope that you're right about Sirkin because I, I haven't seen him play in an official game, but I do hear good things about him. And if a left back can come through uh, as one of our own, that would be just an absolute godsend in more than one way. That'd be wonderful. Um, I just want to sort of throw this hand grenade in there straight away. And when I talk hand grenade, I'm not, I'm not talking about our favourite Serge Aurier. Um, I just want to put basically you, all three of you on the spot, really. And Sim, can I come to you first? Yeah. Come September the 12th, when the new season starts, what do you think will be our starting eleven? given given the fact of all the rumours in the transfer window? What do you think will be our starting eleven then? Specific players as well. well yeah, I'd love that. It'd be brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So wild guess we can clip it all and then yeah. see uh, maybe a cash prize for whoever's close enough. Yeah. Um, so let's go. Laurie Singol, Max Aaron's at right back. Although I don't know how. But how, I just, how, just, how, just yeah. we just yeah. Got, yeah, I, I don't really know how, equal, how yeah. realistic this is. Yeah, all this things is, being this equal. This is what I like. This is yeah, what yeah. I like. So Max Aaron's at right back. Yeah. I'd love to say Ben Chilwell at left back, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 go for a player from Europe who's one of the few left backs that I've actually can say that I've actually watched and I think would be a decent option as we do need a left back. Let's go Nico or Nicolas Tagliafico from Ajax. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably going to see Toby and Sanchez as the starting centre halves, even though I do think we need one. Um, I don't think we've got a chance in hell of getting Ake. I think he's he'll he'll he's go going somewhere. Going where, to Man City. Yeah, he'll go somewhere where we can get Champions League football and, yeah. and better better paid. I'd like to see a midfield pairing of Javier and Winks. And then in terms of the 
three behind Kane. For the personnel we've got right now, I like Son, Bergwijn, and Lo Celso. And there's a couple of names that I might throw out there a bit later, but okay. I'll pass it on to, to you, Saba, for your say. Um, so if we're going first game of the season, um, bear in mind, this is what I think they'll do, not what I would do. I agree. That's, that's, exactly, that's, that's exactly what I, I was talking about, Saba. All right. I think it'll be Loris. I think, yeah, I agree. I think we'll go cheap and go for Max Aaron's. I think we'll start with Dyer, out of Ireland, Ben Davis. Um, I think you'll see Hoiberg, um, Hoiberg, Lacelso, and uh, let me come to that other midfielder in a minute. I'll tell you why. And then I think you'll see Mora, Sun, Kane, and I think the other midfielder I think will be alone. And I think we're going to try and get someone like Coutinho on loan. Okay. I don't know if they can pull it off, but I think they might be able to um, now that Jose Mourinho is the manager. And that, for me, would be an absolute superb signing. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. That's really, it's, it's interesting you say your team, Sava, but it's a bit disappointing at the same time that you talk about Ben Davis being our left-back and the two uh, centre-backs. But I, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, I, I mean, look, as I said, if it was my team, I would have had seven or eight new players in there. I mean... I, the, the, the way I see it, I'm just trying to think who's not as bad as others in that position. Uh, you know, and I, I can't see that we're going to pull up a lot of trees this summer. So just Hoiberg and Aaron's because I think they're cheap and cheerful. Um, and then maybe one top player on loan. But, but who, who we'll would see. be, who you, you talk about, you have seven or eight new signings. Can you give me, give me four of your new signings apart from Aaron's and Holberg? Five that I would buy. Yeah, yeah, just just who realistically we can buy. So, so I said a club like Spurs, without being too dreamy, should be able to get players of the likes of Chilwell, Coutinho, Grealish, Castagne, Tellez, Diaz, Samir, Kondogbia, Dennis Zakaria, Danny Ings, uh, Mandzukic on a free, Atul, Sabitza, Charam. I think there's players all over Europe that would love to come to a club like ours, yeah. but we won't pay. I agree. You made a great point in a tweet a few days ago about um, spending. You sort of said, you know, one level shows ambition, one level shows consistency, and one level shows lack of ambition. Peter, what do you think about that tweet? Do you think yeah. that sort of sums it up? Yeah, it does. It does. It totally is. I, I can't really... Put it as eloquently as that. Yeah, but it's, it's, I thought it was a really interesting uh, tweet, Sava. Peter, can I sort of come back to you? What, what, what would you, what would you sort of say realistically? The start of eleven, your start eleven will be on September the twelfth next year. Oh, uh, a few months time. Sorry. Yeah, I've just gone realistically. Yeah. I mean, this is not like the team of my what I would have yep. done or. Do, do what do you think it will be? I yeah. think we'll just get more of the same. I think. Um, I think ooh, obviously Loris in goal. I think we we'll probably. Get Aaron's because it's from a relegated team. I don't think we'll get so well because you know why? I mean, Leicester finished above us, didn't they? So, mm. and yeah, I just think Chelsea are in for him. So we just, I just don't think we'll get in. Mm. Uh, so I, I'm afraid to say that we'll probably start with Davis. Um, Olivero, he seems to like Dyer. Dyer wants to play at the centre back position, so he might continue to alternate him with Sanchez. Um, he likes Sissoko as well, so I think mean, Sissoko and, and Winks ahead of those two, Morris on maybe Lo Celso in a slightly more advanced role and then Kane. 
just the one signing. Just the I mean, I'm really being pessimistic on it. This is not what I would hope for. Yeah, no, don't I agree. get me wrong. I, I just yeah. don't think that you know he's going to solve the. Uh, I mean, I don't know what's happening with Tanganga. Uh, he's just signed a deal. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there maybe there might be a. But it's really place for him. On Sim, sorry. There's a long list of. You know, you, you, you said you're confident of us getting Aaron because of the relegation. There's a long list of players from the relegated team. Whether or not they would go straight into our first 11 is, is, another, is another matter. But I think there's a lot of players who could do a job, sort of. I always look back at the transfer policy, and this is only because this is the way we deal, because I'm never confident that we're going to go for superstars across Europe or superstars from the Premier League. But I always go back to the mid-2000s transfer policy when we sort of like capitalised on different circumstances. So, you know, you talk about the relegations or the, the Leeds the, the Leeds, the Leeds fire sale. When we got people like Robbie Keane, Canute, Defoe, Dawson, Carrick, Lennon, Genus, when he fell out, reportedly fell out of Sunes at Newcastle. And we managed to build a good team out of that. And I think there's some good players who have gone down, like um, Cantwell and Wilson, Brooks, Ake Decore, I think, um, Delafeo, <laughs> even, <laughs> I think, <laughs> Troy Deeney, but he's, <laughs> some of, uh, more, more so for some of the stuff that he says about Arsenal as well, he's gone down quite nicely. But I think there's a decent, there's, there's a decent cherry-picking opportunity. Yeah. I wouldn't say build the whole team out of those people, but there, yeah. there are options out there. He's, Can, he's dealing at a level below yeah, our rivals. And, but and that's what think, we do. Yeah. And, and if you're talking about taking advantage of fire sales, and yeah. that's the kind of thing that's just undid us in the foot. Yeah, and, and not pushing things over the line. The 2012, you mentioned, Sava. Pivotal moment. Should have got Gary Cahill. Yeah. And the other bitch. And he yeah. got yeah. Sarah and Nelson. Yeah. But, but that's going back to Sava's point about shopping at Harrods and saying exactly, yeah. isn't it? Um, Sava, can I just come back to you? I, I, I've, got, I've got this opinion that I don't think we're a million miles away from having a good squad and possibly a good team, Sava. So I, I, I think we're like two full-backs, a centre-back, and a holding midfield player away and... A Dembele, a end on belly on form. Sava, what do you think of that? Um, <laughs> or am I dreaming? I, 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 listen, I don't think it's dreaming. I mean, in in some respects, I agree. It depends who those two fullbacks, centre back and DM are. I agree. So, as yeah. to, as as to whether or not that works. For me, I think we're desperately, desperately lacking creativity. Um, and it's shown how big a miss Christian Eriksen of old is. Um, so for me, I think the two fullbacks, a DM and, and a playmaker, are absolutely pivotal. Then to make it a good squad, you need another attacking playmaker that can come on. You need a backup striker. Um, you know, who I, who, I, I who, is, know, it, who I, is your backup striker? Striker though, Sava, because you know it's the cliche saying no one's going to want to come sit on the bench at Spurs. Who who is your person? Though? You've you've made some great lists on your Twitter. Um, <laughs> Who, who, um, who are they? I mean, first and foremost, let me say, you know, you've probably seen from one of my nine million tweets. Um, I, my, my world's worst argument is uh, who's going to come and play backup? Because I just don't get it. I don't get how every other club in world football has loads of strikers. I don't get how all the teams that have won trophies down the years have had multiple strikers. Um, Man United's famous Champions League or treble winning team had four um, we're only allowed one that runs Kane into the ground year in year out plays every minute of every game 
any striker coming in is going to play games in the Carling Cup, uh, sorry, League Cup, in Europa League, uh, when Kane's injured, because he, he has a two, three-month injury every year. So I don't think it is someone that will necessarily just sit on the bench. Mm. And if we're looking at who, I think Danny Ings is the absolute obvious one. Yeah, um, you know, he, he's the homegrown quota, um, scores goals for fun, knows the Premier League. Um, I don't. I don't see there being any any issues with that at all. That's interesting. It's, it's, when you sort of say about you know the cliche of uh, you know no one's going to start. There's there's a lot of games these strikers would start, and I'm not sure Danny Ings might be more than happy to come to play for Spurs. Do you yeah. see him? Uh, yeah. I, I'm, again, we wouldn't pay the money for him. I don't think because he's yeah. yeah British player. There'd be a premium on him. Yeah. Southampton don't like us very much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, they do do business with us. Uh, what about Mitrovic, if Fulham don't go up? Yes. Yeah. Great point, Sid. Absolute great point. I love that. Um, can I, I want to throw, you know, we talk about the full-backs. I just want to throw this out to you, Peter. And, you know, I think I've said this to you before, Peter. We talk about our full-backs. Do you think Lamella could be a wing-back? Oh. Peter, <laughs> I know this is a bit left field. I'm just well, coming to you. I'll go to all of you. you give away too I, many penalties. No, I, I, you give away I, more penalties than. But you know uh, what? I, I've, I've got this thing. You know, I love my football and I like coaching football. And I know Savvy, you're a football coach as well. You know, I think he's got all the attributes to be a wing, uh, left wing back. Peter, come on. What do you think? I don't know about. You need, you need to a wing get, back. You need to get up and down with pace. He's got huge energy. He's got it, energy, but he gives away too many free kicks, don't you? I don't, I don't know. I just, I just think there's potential there. I'm, I'm, I, I might just be a bit left field and I've had two cans of red stripe and you possibly... Think, you think Aurier gives away a lot of penalties? Yeah, uh, he, but like, no, I'm saying he's disciplined. He's an intelligent footballer. I don't think he's disciplined at all. I think he could be. I could think he could be a great le- a wing back. No? I, I might be I shot can't, down. I can't, I can't see it. No? I, I just think he, for a start, he has no width about him. You, you watch Lemel, he gets the ball and he runs inwards. He runs into crowds of people. No, I, 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 I just think he's dis- I think he can be that person. No, Peter's not having it. No, Sin, come on. Sin, come on. No? Uh, no? I, I think that the final point about running into bodies yeah. is, is even more applicable than the penalties because if just think of the pressure that he would put us under. Sabah, what do you think? Uh, I'm not even going to entertain. Oh, come on, uh, Sabah, come on, come on. I, I think Eric Lamella is stealing a living and has been for about eight years. Oh, um, really? That's really interesting. Oh, uh, delivery-wise, actually, delivery-wise, he's not that bad. He watches corners. That's about the only thing. Go on, Sabah, yeah. carry on, sorry. Yeah, no, no. I, I just think for me, it's another one. I think we're so sentimental at Spurs. Top clubs get rid of players when they don't work out. You know, they churn players out. Yeah, We've had so point. many players that have been here for years and years and years and years, and we always think they're going to come good. Yeah. Um, you know, and Lamella never really has with any kind of sustained success. We're seeing it now with Deli Ali. He's getting worse and worse and worse, but we keep thinking he might be what he was three years ago. Mm. You know, yeah. we've done it with Eric Dyer. You know, with Ben Davis is still there. Um, you know, Mora will be here until the end of time. Um, mm. It just... It, I don't know, it just feels like it goes on forever. No, that's, that's, that's a really great point that we are too nice and possibly, you know, I said that in the last podcast, we're too nice as a team. And ironically, after I said that in the podcast, 
you know, they talked on the Amazon the little clip and the Amazon thing were all too nice. So that's quite interesting. Um, Sim, can I just ask you a question? Do we have too many players who can play many positions? I'm talking about Dyer, Foyf, Lamella, Sanchez, Delhi, Gedson. All these players, they can play so many positions. Do we just need specific players who can put pressure, like the fullbacks? Aurier, who's he under pressure from? Yeah, it's true. We don't have we we don't have enough. We don't have, we clearly don't have enough depth in you know the, the areas that we that we need them. And I, I think you're right. We we yeah we, too many jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone like Lamella. I don't I don't know what he is. Gedson. You don't know what Lamella is. is. He's a left wing back. I just told you. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get somebody on this podcast to explain to us. We we talked about it, didn't we? We're going to get somebody on this podcast yeah. to explain to us. What Gedson is? I, I, I tried to contact a, a, a Portuguese football expert just to find out. He hasn't got back to me yet. Hopefully, he does. Just but I, I just I, I haven't seen enough. I just want I just want to know what sort of a player Gedson is because he's. I think he started like one or one or two games, isn't it? Really signed him. But he could be. You know, he could be. Um, Sabra, I don't know if you listen to a podcast. I think there's a player in Gedson. I don't know. What do you think, Sabra? Um. Again, I mean, you know, we're not really seeing a lot of him, but it, it just stinks of Spursy. Sorry to drop in the, the podcast name, but it, it just stinks <laughs> to me of, of panic buy, of not really having a plan. You know, what, what, why was he brought in? Where was he brought into play? What's his position? What was the point? Um, and it's just, that's the Spurs recruitment style. Um, and, and, you know, to go back to your, your main point in all of this, We've got so many players where you go, well, what's their best position? Don't really know. You know, you don't. Yeah. You, you just don't know what's a Lamella, what's a Mora. Yeah. You know what? What's what is a what is a Winks? What's a Lacelso? What's an Ndombele? None of them seem to have yeah. a position tied down. Yeah, I agree. And do you know what though, uh, Savvy? You say that you know the the Ajax teams of the seventies and eighties, they're and they're coaching ethos. You know, I'm, I'm, I've, no, I know you're a coach and I'm a coach. But the coaching ethos is be, the players be able to play in every position. But as they total, but as they as they mature, they need to sort of go into position. I mean, Delhi. I've talked a lot about Delhi. I think Delhi's a central midfield player, possibly face you know not playing with his back to goal. Sava, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I'm probably uh, let me take that in two stages. So first of all, yeah, the whole Ajax thing I think is great, but they they bring up all their players to to, to play football. They're all very comfortable with the ball at their feet, so can go into multiple positions. Mm. We seem to shoehorn people into positions where they're completely not adaptable for. Mm. Um, you know, I see lots of people going, oh, well, you know, one fourth, I reckon he'd be a good defensive midfielder. And it's like, well, but no, he's not. Let's, you know, let's stop shoehorning people in. Yeah. Um, Deli Alley, my least favourite spurt. No, one, I've got one that I don't like more than him, but... Um, I, I don't know what a Deli Alley is anymore. I think he's gone. The yeah. Deli Alley we knew is gone. Yeah. His attitude, his application, his love for the game, his fighting spirit. It's been going uh, downhill for about two and a half years now. And, and and what we're seeing with him is he can only play one set way. And that is when a team is on fire, is firing on all cylinders. Yeah. But when the tips are down, he goes missing. Every single time, and that for me, I'd cash in uh, while he's still 24, and we could get some good money for him. Yeah, Ian, just on one of your original points about Delhi, you say you see him as more of a central yeah. central midfielder. I, I totally agree. I, I thought he was 
Yeah, I thought he was when he came in. I think he's been completely changed over you know over the first couple of years where you know he was scoring goals from the number ten role. I think after that period, I think that's completely gone. I don't think you can drop back into that role anymore. And I think yeah. he's actually he became a, just a bit. I don't even know how to put it, but like just a bit big time playing in that, getting all those goals and all that, and suddenly he didn't have to run as much, he didn't have to apply himself as much, yeah. and I think he's been the biggest loser out of that because I think he's he's gone backwards as a player because basically he didn't work hard enough, and he got comfortable. He got comfortable. Yeah, and he and, and it's part and part of the problem is that he didn't have any pressure on him because. We didn't buy any players for eighteen months or whatever. But to be fair, to be fair to him, he was. You know, I'm not his biggest fan either. But he was performing at those points. So yeah, for a while he, he was, was performing. Right, yeah. I'm a fan of early, early. Yeah. I, I kind of disagree. I think he's potentially our Rolls Royce. Oh, do you? Oh, I, I think so. I think, but it's just. I mean, people say, "Well, it's a luxury. He's a luxury. Yeah. He's like." I'm old enough to remember Martin Peters. Yeah. I didn't see John White, but yeah. but it just. Ghosting into these positions, mm. pulling off. I yeah. remember he scored two goals against Chelsea yeah. when he pulled off Aspilicueta. I can't say that word. The Chelsea. Aspilicueta. When we, when we demolished Chelsea at Stamford Bridge, yeah. he was just on fire. Yeah. I just think he's. It's just something about him. He's just a special player. Yeah. But I think, like you say, the, the environment's got to be almost like built around him, which I don't know if we can do that. Saba, you yeah. wanted to come in there? Yeah, sorry, Peter. I just wanted to say that the, the, the problem with a player like that, it's almost like a Thomas Muller type player, is when they're not scoring goals, they do nothing. That, and that's the problem. And for me, with Deli Alley, I've never seen a player give the ball away as much as Deli Alley does, trying silly little flicks, yeah. um, you know, misplaced passes. It's all a bit lackadaisical. Mm. Um, and for me, I, I don't think he is special. I think he's got a terrible pass on him. I think his first touch is, is really, really poor. Um, his head goes down. I, I, I'm sorry, mate. We'll have to disagree on that one. I, yeah. I think he's as far, far away from special as they come. Uh, Sav, it's really interesting you say that because, you know, I, I, and you talked about being nice, we're, we're too nice at Spurs. You know, I sit with my son, we watch the game, and I'm saying, oh, I really like Delhi, I really like Delhi. But, you know, if we were a different club, I'd get him out, get someone else in, but I just like him. And, and that, that, that Deli Ali that Casper fell in love with. Yeah, no, I agree. Against Real, Real Madrid, Madrid, I agree. In the Champions League. Yeah, I you agree. Know, you know, there's, you know, there's just something special about him. I think. Yeah, I, it, I. It's just I don't know. It's just harnessing it. Um, just, just uh, in the interest of time on this podcast, I just want to ask um, Sim, Geo. Okay. Yeah. Is Geo part of that front three and not part of the midfield? I think he's part of the front three, yeah. Right, yeah. I think he's, I think he's, he's the number ten. He's the number ten. We need more goals from him. But who, who would you have in that? Say September the twelfth. You, I I'm not sure. I didn't think you had Gio in your front three. No, I, I did. Who? I had him in my front. Oh, three. did you? Okay. I had him behind Kane with uh, with Son and Mora. Uh, in the, the three. Oh, no, I'm saying the front three. So you have oh. Kane up front, and then you'd have one other, in, and you'd have Gio. I put I pushed Gio right up behind Kane. Okay. Because yeah. of the goal that Kane scored at Salah's Park. Interesting. Run. That's when you. That's when he does damage. When he's in an advanced position on the pitch. Yeah. Don't stick him in the centre of midfield. He just gets lost there. Um, and Sim, what's your thoughts? On yeah, yeah I, I'm the same. I, I would have him in the in the ten. I would have. I sort of had it more as like a three behind Kane, but 
you know, if you could say you could say like a free up there with Kane and then yeah. you know him just behind, but I'd definitely have him there. I, I just want to quickly throw a name out there as yeah. well. Um just in the interest of it going a little bit stale for him where he is. And you know, we haven't really talked that much about we've talked about defensive players we need that we need a player in midfield. What would you guys say to the prospect of Jesse Lingard yeah. as as someone who maybe might not be in United's plans and you know could could bolster that that sort of the players in and around Kane because mm. he's got goals in him he's he's, he's maybe his, his form's dropped off since probably the World Cup the last couple of years but, but he's, he's got something about him but is, is Jesse Lingard he's your poor man's deli he's another deli yeah absolutely spot on Jesse Lingard is Man United's deli alley yeah more worried right. about Instagram more worried about modelling yeah. more worried about everything else other than playing football yeah, and you know, i mean Panama, yeah. the, the interesting comment you just made there whoever said it was you know oh his form might have dropped off since the world cup you know that was bloody ages ago now yeah. you know that, <laughs> that was that was, that was a long I time there's, there's, um, there's a lot of factors um with with lingard and i think he's you know he has he has had some difficulties i can't really go into them too much but yeah. But I mean, the bottom line is that his form's not been good enough, and yeah, for like you said, it's been a while now. So you know, maybe you're right that possibly we've got to be looking at different options. Casper Schmeichel just gave him a goal as well at the weekend, so he's a resurgent now. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, it's quite lazy, isn't it? Um, just just to sort of wrap up, um, I mean, we could we could be here for hours and hours and hours. I just sort of want to sort of throw this out there that you know, on this day in 1994, we signed Jurgen Klinsmann. Okay. So I'm thinking, in this transfer window, Sim, yeah. are we going to sign someone, a one single player, for more than £40 million? Um, I think we will, yeah. I think we will sign one, one player over £40 million, yeah. And what position would you think that'll be? I think that will be... I think, it'll be a, I think we'll get overcharged for a fullback. <laughs> Interesting. We'll get overcharged for a fullback. Are you yeah. going to pay £40 million for a fullback? Are you sure? Well, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure at all. Um, Savo, you, uh, my, same question to you. Jurgen signed this day in 1994. Do you think we'll sign anyone for over 40 million in this window? A zero chance. No. Daniel Levy's the enemy. No. 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 Peter. In this post-COVID world, no. No. Not, not a chance. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. Um, just, just sort of, you know, as we're meandering towards the end of this podcast. It's a worry because Jose has never had a job where he hasn't spent stacks of money. Yeah, he has, yeah. He hasn't, you're right, yeah. yeah. Um, just, just, uh, I, sorry, sorry, Sava. Is that all right? Can I ask a quick question on this? Of course you can. It's interesting you bring that up, uh, Peter, because so many people bring up and say, oh, yeah, but, you know, Jose Mourinho is always in jobs where he has money. But what managers that win things are not in jobs where they don't have money? Yeah, good point. Yeah, I'd like to see Pep manage Doncaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this, this is what I mean. You know, the reason those managers spend money is because they're the best managers and they're wanted by the best clubs. Yeah. So, you know, I, I never understand when people say, oh, but, you know, he's, he's... I'm not saying you said this, Peter, but people say to me, oh, he's a checkbook manager. Well, you know, you know, did Potts spend £150 million in the last window? You know, what, is that not a checkbook? You know, it's, it's, I think it's all managers. Do you, think, do you think that's a bit of a rhetoric, like easy rhetoric? Yeah, of course, because I think, you know, the more successful you are, the more money you'll spend, because the more winning teams you're building. And the likes of Ferguson, the likes of Guardiola, the likes of Mourinho, 
They've managed so many winning teams, and what they do at the end of every summer is they don't go, oh, well, we've got a good team, like Spurs did in 2016, let's not strengthen. What they do is they say, right, OK, let's go and buy two or three more world-class players, keep people on their toes. World-class players cost money, hence how much money they spend goes up every year. I, I just feel it's a, it's a sign of how good you are as a manager. Yeah. You can't throw Endon Belly under a bus when he costs fifty-four million or whatever much he costs. You can't you, afford to do that. But you, you know, no, no one's really talking about Endon Belly and and, uh, and Endon. There. Be- there's a player in there. Um, Sim, do you think there's a player in there? I do, but I don't think we'll we'll see the best of him. I think he'll move on, and mm. he'll probably be good somewhere else. I just don't see it at Spurs. Uh, but do, do you think you, because the environment at Spurs or the manager at Spurs? Yeah, I think I think mostly the manager, and that's not a criticism of the manager. I just I just think we need we need someone in midfield who's maybe gonna put themselves about a bit more. You know, he's a nice he's a nice little he's a nice silky player, but I just don't I don't think he offers enough, and mm. I, I don't think he's he can't he can't sit in that midfield too. I don't think and and play the way that we need to because I just don't. I don't think he breaks quick enough. I think he's. I think he he tries to he tries to um, he he just doesn't look confident and I just don't maybe it isn't the right environment. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Peter Endombele. No, I I think there's a player in there. Yeah. I think I disagree with Sim. I yeah. think every time he gets the ball, he's looking forward ahead yeah. of him. Yeah. I, I just think it just needs him and somebody alongside him. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I, we never I, replaced Dembele. Yeah. His sort of namesake. Yeah. I think he could be that player, but I just. I'm 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 totally with you, Peter. He, Sava, he what, had great sorry. reviews wherever he played before as well. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm I'm with you. I I yeah. think he's a player in there. I think he's a. I think he could yeah, be really influential. Yeah. Um, Sava, what's your thoughts on Endombele? Um, I think all the talent in the world. That's very clear to see. Um, I don't know about his mentality, but I think to to play in a Jose Mourinho team, you have to give your all. He doesn't suffer fools. What I would be interested to see, lads, is. If in the window we go and buy that kind of top-class defensive midfielder, mm. I think then he'll be happier to let Undombele play, knowing that he's not got so much defensive responsibility. Yes, great I point. I just don't think he... And I think that's why you got... You know you are saying about the Celso. I think that's why you're seeing him deeper, because we don't have a DM. All of Suzoko, Winks and the Celso are all having to graft their backsides off to, to make up for that. So when you get that position sorted, we might see La Celso and Undombele further forward yeah. in front of offensive midfielder. Like a Matic kind of guy. Yeah. 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 yeah, perfect. Yeah, a bloke that knows his job, doesn't want to go forward, doesn't want to be a creative player, wins it, gives it to someone better. And that is what we have not got. Yeah. Okay, I, that 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 is a key position for us and the two fullbacks for me as well. Um, I just sort of want to just to wrap up. I just want to go around the table as we want to clip this as well, Sim, uh, in your editing skills. I just want to ask each one of you how many games, and I'm talking about Europa, uh, any game, any first team game. How many games will Jack Clark play, Sim? <laughs> Next season, Depends. how many games? You're going to clip this, come on. I think zero, because I think he's back out. I think we'll go back out. Okay, there's zero. Good one for you, Sim. Clip this. Uh, Sava? 
Zero, uh, zero. I don't want to see him play. Zero. zero. Interesting, Peter. Jack. Uh, Featuring a couple of Europa League games. Oh, cool. Early doors. He's maybe, good. Maybe. Maybe. What are you giving more number? You're going to play him. Play him in Cyprus when we play one of them games <laughs> in Cyprus on a Thursday night at six o'clock. One of the games that I don't watch. The Cypriot, the Cypriot <laughs> Army team. How many games are you going to give me? We're uh, going to clip this. Uh, uh, um, one, one or two. And the, and, the, and the winner will win a, a night out with Daniel Levy and his wife. <laughs> right. Obviously, Sava, you he, he's paying. Obviously, Sava, you won't be invited if you win. <laughs> I, I, I'm listen. I'm invited to every party. I'm a hoot. Oh, good man. We, we, we think you're a hoot. You've been brilliant. And um, really, just to wrap wrap up, you've been, it's been really refreshing to have you on. And to be honest, Sava, I have to admit, I've been a bit of a I'm a, bit, I'm a bit not weedy. I'm a bit safe and a bit nice, and I sort of like your attitude. And I think possibly it changed my attitude a little bit. You're talking about players like Lamella. You get them out, get them, get them out. You know, it's not my money they're talking about. So why am I always worrying about their money? My, you know, their money. It's not my money. So it's been great. But Sava, wonderful to have you on the show. Have you enjoyed the second second appearance? Mate, absolutely loved all of it. Thank you for yesterday and today. It's been uh, it's been brilliant. And do, you, and do you think we could, if we want to sign you for hours, do you think how much we could, you're going to cost from your a Spursy podcast? <laughs> too much, too much, lad. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be soaking up your podcast. <laughs> it's been great to have you, Savo. Um, hopefully, we'll keep in touch and we'll keep promoting your podcast because um, we're big fans of it, as you know. Peter, been great, great to have you on. Yeah, great, great, great. Enjoyed it tonight. You. Good, yeah. Very much so. I should be soaking up your podcast, I said, Sober, because uh, I haven't <laughs> as yet listened to it. But a like-minded soul, so good to, good to have you on. I'm a bit worried that Peter might, <laughs> might defect to your podcast now. Um, <laughs> Sim, enjoyed the podcast? Yeah, delighted. Thanks for joining us, Sava. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll be back again um, in the next few weeks with, uh, with another podcast. Hope you've all enjoyed it and keep spreading the word for at YE1Spurs. Thanks, guys. <laughs>